Yo, you want to talk about life? Want to talk about love, relationships, religion? You want to be motivated, maybe even inspired? If so, come check out the Spark Podcast. Each week, you'll be privy to a genuine conversation from three real individuals, bringing it to you straight from the heart and right off the dome. So come hang out with your boy E, Von B, and Kiana, a.k.a. Biddy, bringing it to you raw, unfiltered, and uncut. good everybody this your boy e and i would like to welcome you to episode two of the truth podcast now before i get into the topic i would like to send a special shout out and love to everyone who listened to the first episode who sent me love who sent me encouragement who sent me you know (laughs) constructive criticism who you know the positive feedback everything I, i just appreciate you guys listening and showing me some support and it really encouraged me to go ahead and 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 realize that maybe i can do this maybe i can grind this out and turn this into something special so i really appreciate all you guys who were there first who took time out your day to listen to your boy now this episode is going to be about that four-letter word that dirty word called love you know that word that can bring down the biggest of us the smallest of us strongest of us the weakest of us the prettiest of us the not so prettiest of us you know whoever you are man woman child sometimes whatever 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 you identify as i don't care that word love that's a powerful thing so this episode here is going to be about your boy and i'm going to be talking about the meaning for me I'm going to be talking about what it has done for me. I'm going to talk about what I have learned and the things that I've been through and the experiences I've had with that word. Okay, so let's get into it. Y'all know what it is. My man said, you know what love is. Do we though? Do we? You know, I think some of us do. But a lot of us don't really get what love is. Don't really understand what love is. Um, As men, we're taught at times, oh man, love is weak. Or you got to be vulnerable to be in love. Or you got to be soft to be in love. And it's like, nah. Nah, not in my, not in my estimation, not in my opinion. In my opinion, you at your strongest when love is involved. When you're giving love to somebody, when you love somebody, that's when you're most human, you know. Or when you're receiving love, 
that's when you feel your most invincible like nothing can stop you nothing can hurt you nothing can damage you when you're getting that love that's why a lot of uh, these people do what they do on the internet you know the things they do the stupid things they do in my opinion because they want to feel that love it's false love to me you know um but that's what they do they want to feel that love we all want that we all want to be loved as human beings at some point we want some type of love even the worst of us at some point in time in their life wanted love and didn't get love and that's what made them the worst of the worst you know what i'm saying so it's always been for me man i mean since my earliest recollections of you know ever thinking about the word love i've always wanted it I was a shorty and I've always wanted to be in love. I've always wanted to have a girl and have kids and have a family and whatever that meant, you know, whatever I was taught that being in love meant, you know, yeah, my view is a little bit different now, you know, but it's still about the same. I love being in love. I love having love. I love being loved. I love giving love. I love my people, you know, but, you know, I remember always being like that. You know, and I don't think that makes me lame or soft or anything like that. Like they try to make us think, uh, you know, men, you know, try to they try to teach men to don't show your emotions and and being all soft with girls. You know, that's soft and you got to be strong and you got to be the girl got to be the one in love. And, you know, all that craziness. Nah, that was never my thing. My thing was always like I'm trying to I'm trying to see what that's about. You know what I'm saying? I'm always trying to see what that's about. As in my last episode, I told you when I was four five, I was trying to get them kisses on. Got my eye black. You know what I'm saying? But I was always about love. You know, I remember my first time actually really knowing what love was or feeling love or being in love, man. I had to be, I was in fourth grade, so I had to be nine, ten, however you are when you're in fourth grade, you know, and my first time being in love, and I'm going to tell you how I know I was in love, because to this day, I'm 43 years old, this is damn near 35 years ago, I still remember this girl's name, I remember the phone number she gave me, I remember her birthday. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it was always been real for me. It was, all, it was real for me when the first time I laid eyes on her. I was, I, man, look, I was fourth grade, Brennan in Chicago, Brennan Elementary. And I was a, a hall monitor, you know, smart, you know, I got good grades and shit. So I was good in class. And I had just moved and just transferred to the school. So I was quiet. So I didn't get in no trouble. I was, you know, I'm chilling. So they gave, let me be the hall monitor because I was a good student and shit. So I'm like, good, I'm good. So I'm out in the uh, hallway and I'm, you know, out there monitoring shit. You know what I'm saying? About that, doing my hall monitor thing. And, you know, the kids come out and they line up in their little lines and everything like that. And this other class, she wasn't in my class. This other class came out, and this girl walked past me, and her name was Shauna Kane. If you know me, if you know anything about me, anybody who knows me knows that name, Shauna Kane, because I didn't bring it up for years. And that little girl, I mean, I was just swept away. I still can close my eyes and remember the feeling like, oh my God who the hell is that you know what i'm saying but 
you know, you, you know, that's your, that's your first little crush. You know, you got a little crush. I asked my guy who was that. Oh man, that's Shawna Kane. You know, he was like, man, you want me to tell you you like her? Hell no, I don't tell her nothing. I'm scared. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know what I'm doing. I'm just, I just know I see this little girl with these high cheekbones and these pretty eyes and, and this, and this, you know, uh, brown, you know, chocolate brown skin or whatever the case may be. And I'm just like, my God, this is like, I've never seen anything like this in my life. I was just completely and utterly in love because I can still feel it to this day. And my guy goes over. I still remember him going over. He gonna tell her, you know. He was like, man, forget that. I'm gonna tell her you like her. And I'm like, dude, don't tell her I like her. You know what I'm saying? You, I'm just gonna be bad. And he went over there and told told her I liked her. I punched his ass in the chest. Believe that. You know, I was, you know, I was, I was scared. You know, because I'm thinking like, oh, she gonna, she ain't feeling me. I was, you know, I was a little, you know, I was, I was nice looking. You know, but I had the little curly fro, you know, little pudgy face. You know what I'm saying? She ain't finna like me, my big-eyed ass. and She ain't finna like my ass. So, I was upset. So, I punched that nigga. I did. I punched the nigga in his chest. I, I sure did. And, but I should have been thanking him because, to come to find out, she liked me too. So, I'm like, shit, okay. How do I go about doing this? You know what I'm saying? What does this mean? What, what does this entail? You know, I like her. She like me. What does this entail? So we end up talking, and I remember, I remember walking home from school because our, our house was like not too far from the school, like maybe about three blocks away from the school. So we was able to walk home. My mother let me, my mother and father let me walk home one day or whatever. So me and her, I don't remember the, the details. Like I said, it was almost 35 damn years ago. But I remember that we were going to decide, we decided we were going to be boyfriend and girlfriend at nine, 10 years old, whatever we were. And the funny part about it is that she lived right around the corner from me. I lived on the block um, on 116th and Low, my grandmother's old house. And my block was just nothing but like older people who had lived on that block for a long time. So I never went outside. We had just moved over there. I never went outside. But I remember my mother sending me outside to go get my brother. He was around the corner. My oldest brother, he was like six years older than me. He used to go out all the time. And I go around the corner and I swear the whole block is like the fucking like uh, the Wizard of Oz, the lollipop kids and everybody running around. I, I could swore I swore I seen waterfalls and candy rainbows and all type of shit. It was kids every goddamn where. And just so happened, Shana lived right on that block. She was she was basically a hop, skip and a jump right from my house this whole time. The whole time I'm liking her. Right. So we decide we're going to be a little boyfriend and girlfriend. Right. And I remember holding a hand, you know, you know how that is when you're little and you actually, you know, you get to hold hands and shit. Man, I was, man, I was in hog heaven. I'm telling you, you can't, you couldn't have told me nothing about Shawna Kane, for real. This, this is what love does. Love makes you do, makes you feel like, man, I'm the biggest, baddest thing ever. Which gets you in trouble sometimes. Because I remember, I took my first real ass whooping. <laughs> because I was in love with Shiny Kane. You know what I'm saying? I remember it was it was the summertime, right? She had caught chicken pox and she couldn't go outside. So she's standing in her uh screen door and I used to play like right in front of her door, like right at the curb, you know, at her door. So I would play just so she'd know I was there. You know what I'm saying? So we'd talk through the screen door and she would mouth, I love you and stuff like that to me. And I was like, kids, how the hell we even know these things? But I was, I was, I remember, I swear, 
I remember these things and I remember feeling like this is going to be the girl I'm going to be with forever. You know, and and her high cheekbones, that's why I, th- I got a thing for high cheekbones. And check it out. And she had the sultriest voice for a 10-year-old, 9-year-old. Did you ever want to hear? It was sexy as shit. It was like, it was deep. But it was like deep for a child, deep for a girl. It was like sexy and sultry, like a singer or some shit. I'm like, it was just, I, I'm like, how the fuck do I even know what sexy is at 19 years old? But that shit was sexy to me. And I remember before I even get into how I got my ass kicked, she gave me her number, right? So let me call her at home. Now, she a child. She can't get boys phone calls. So I used to have to pretend like I was a girl. And asked for her mother or father answered the phone, and I had to pretend like I'm whoever the hell I was to get her on the phone, right? And I remember one time that her mother actually answered the phone, and whatever little girl she thought I was, she knew or whatever, and she was asking me questions about you know my mama and how the family doing and all this type of shit. I'm at nine years old, nine ten years old, sitting there having a conversation with a grown lady playing pretending to be a girl so i could talk to my girlfriend that's how much in love i was i was taking that chance (laughs) to get my ass beat because i was in love with that little girl there so to get to the story right i'm sitting outside and i'm playing you know having it's, it's summertime so we playing with the water guns you know me and my guys me and my little brother and my friends all on the block we all playing with the water guns so i go you know shana she's standing and you know her screen in our house and we talking and laughing and playing or whatever the case may be and some little dusty ass dude he had to be about 13 14 years old had no business even messing with us he was too old to be messing with us but he came over there being an asshole being a jerk you know hey, what y'all doing you know i remember this i remember this little you know i don't want you know because you can't say little black ass because then people call you a, a colorist or whatever I ain't, I ain't about him being what color he was he was just an asshole he was a dusty ass dude you know and he was ugly and you know he was just not he was not the most handsome guy in the world let's just put it like that you know what i'm saying his hair wasn't clean or cropped you know because i can't say certain things anymore i want to get you know i want to get in trouble my daughter's and taught me a certain shit i can't say no more so he, he just wasn't the most he wasn't the most handsome guy in the world let's just put it like that and <laughs> this dusty ass dude come over there messing with us right so you know he trying to show off in front of shana because shana was cute she was a real cute little girl and i remember telling her what you want i forgot what his name was it was something with a d what you want man what you want you know they, Derek or whatever his name was, you know, why don't you move, you know what I'm saying, because he's like, because he in front of me and her, and he trying to play, and what you doing, man, what you what you got going, hey, you got them video games, I'm like, man, I'm over here with my girl, <laughs> I'm over here with my girl, dude, can you please, you know what I'm saying, exit stage left, nigga, I'm trying to, you know, have a time with my girl, nah, this nigga, you know, he, he want to be on some hating, you see, I understand what hating was back in, you know, 80 whatever the hell it was 87 or whatever but you know i knew that this nigga was hating so i'm playing with the you know, the um the you know the spray gun the water gun so i'm playing i spray the dude so i guess you know and shana laughed that's what happened shana laughed right so my man was like uh spray me again i'm gonna beat that ass Excuse me? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm like, whoa. I'm like, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm like, I, you know, I thought we was playing. I thought we was joking around. 
So Shauna was like, go on, go on, go on, go on, go on. Why don't you go on about your business? Stop. Why don't you leave us alone? So he shut up. I'm like, oh, you want to tell my girl to shut up? No, nah, I ain't feeling this. Now, that nigga bigger than me. I ain't the big dude. I ain't the big dude. I ain't the big dude today. So I sure wasn't the big dude then. So, so I'm sitting on the car, whatever. So I'm like, man, what? You know, what you say? You know, he was like, spray me with that gun again. I'm going to beat your ass. Me being who I am, especially since I'm in front of my girlfriend, quote unquote, you know, um, and just being me, you just ain't finna just say anything you want to me. I just don't even, I just don't give a shit. I'm going to take this ass whooping. You know, I'm just, you're just not going to talk to me any kind of way. And I raised that gun. He was like, I dare you. Man, I raised that gun to this nigga face. One time, squirt, <laughs> squirt dead in his eye. Like what? And Shonda bust up laughing, right? Bust up laughing. So, obviously, he was upset. He was a little, you know, he was a little perturbed by that. And nigga pulled me off the car. Had me on the ground. Gave me a couple of little wet foes or whatever. You know, it hurt my pride a little bit. But, hey, I wasn't no punk. And I felt good because... When he left and whatever the case may be, when, you know, everybody told him to go on or whatever, you know, Shauna, you know, I couldn't go to her, touch her, say anything or whatever, but she was, you know, you okay and you all right and blah, 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 you know, so I felt good that I stood up in front of my woman, took her ass whooping in front of my girl because I was in love. That's what love does. Love makes you do some dumb shit. You <laughs> said knowing I wasn't going I wasn't getting out of that situation. It wasn't a it wasn't a win situation for me because if I didn't do anything, I looked like a punk. And then when I did something, I got ass whooping. So that's love for you. Now I know that's cute and everything, but you know that's just the way I've always seen love. And to be in love these days is so complicated, especially when you're grown. It gets so complicated, you know, and there's so many situations and so many things and so many ways of giving love and, you know, sharing love and receiving love and so many different dynamics of a relationship and, you know, all these different things, especially when you start having kids and getting married and having girlfriends and sex becomes involved and, you know, all these different things, man. And it's it's so exhausting but i love it to death i swear i love it i would love every every bit of it you know because that's let you know you alive when you in love you know with all these different you know things you have going on you know when you get past you know those puppy love because that's that with me and shauna yeah you can call that puppy love but excuse me that was me experiencing my first whatever it is because nobody can really explain it's just an emotion but it's just something it feels different when you're in love with somebody you know when you just love somebody it just feels different you know and then i go on from there you know and i um you know i i i go from there and i'm always trying to be in love you know i go from there to about 12 11 12 years old when you know i had to move away and didn't you know and didn't see shana no more and I go back. I remember going back to the to the block. My father took me back, you know, go visit or whatever. And I remember going back and she acted like she didn't know me or she was too scared to talk to me because we hadn't seen each other or hadn't talked or whatever. And I went back so I could see Shauna. And she was like with her friends and acting funny or whatever. You know, our little kids, our little girls, our whatever. So 
I remember from that day, I'm like, I'm going to figure out women. I'm going to figure out what I'm going to need to do for them to be in love with me at all times. And I swear from that day, it was in my head. I'm going to figure it out. And I go and I get a girlfriend. And, you know, seventh, eighth grade, I get a like a real girlfriend. Like, this is my girlfriend. And, man, it just it, it just opens up a world for you. When you have somebody who loves you and you love them back, you know, um, I've been in relationships (laughs) since then. You know, I've always been in a relationship. I've always dealt with women or dealt with a girl or whatever. From that from that point on, I'm like, man, I'm going to never be by myself because I don't people, you know, I don't understand. Like I said, I'm not knocking anybody. When people say, man, I need to be single and I like being single and yada, yada, yada. Nah, that ain't your boy. I don't like being by myself. I don't like being single. I don't like being not uh, claimed by, uh, you may say. And sometimes I've been claimed by too many goddamn people, you know what I'm saying? Being stupid or whatever. But I, I, I love the attention. I love that feeling of being in love, you know? When me and my wife first fell in love. You know, I remember that. I remember that feeling of first, you know, of, 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 of like, okay, I'm going to be in love with this woman for a long time. You know, this girl, because I was 15. You know, I was 15 or some shit like that. And I remember sitting in the cold and we got our little, you know, uh, pullovers on and this Thanksgiving and we sitting outside the house. And she all she did was lay her head on my shoulder and fall asleep. And I was in love, completely in love. Life is gorgeous. She's absolutely gorgeous. I remember me the first day I seen the first day I met her. I'll talk about that a whole nother time. Absolutely gorgeous. But I didn't fall in love when I first seen her. When she laid her head on my shoulder, that was for me. That was showing me that she trusted me, that she felt safe with me. And she went to sleep on my shoulder. And I'm like, I'm in love, you know? So that's how I, that's how I see things. You know, that's how I see love, you know? And people get into a lot of situations and a lot of um relationships and things like that and try to figure out what kind of love they want and it ain't for me to tell nobody how to what kind of love you should have you know people think you know people think you should you know it's got to be a woman and a man y'all get together in this monogamous relationship and that's what it is and that's love and that's the true meaning of love and you have your kids and you get married and blah 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 and you have the houses and you know, all that bull crap and yeah that's what I used to think but I'm like mm, nah that ain't the only way you can have love you can have love so many different ways I love so many different people so many different ways and it really helped me realize that that I don't even have to be in love with just one person you can be in love with more than one person you know people out there and loving shit two or three people at a time you know you got these poly relationships and everything and and people that's weird and you can't no i ain't gonna tell nobody what they can and can't do you know if you are in love you in love some person might do this for you some person another person might do that for you you know um uh people telling people they can't be in homosexual relationships mm, it ain't for me to tell nobody what they can't do i know what i'm gonna do but i'm not gonna judge you or tell you what you can't do because i don't understand it or i don't get it i knew from day one 
how I felt about girls. So who am I to tell somebody who gay they can't have that love? Who can I say they can't? Who, who am I to say they can't be married and, and, and share the love and the pain <laughs> that we go through? You know what I'm saying? The same shit. We all human. They should be able to love who they want to. And that's their definition of it. You know, that's real love. And that's, you know, if a man love another man, that ain't for me. I don't. I don't find me unattractive, but I'm never going to, you know, um, short seeing two men together and saying, that ain't real love because those are two men you can possibly love. That ain't for me to say. Like I said before, and I've always, I've always said, I love this saying, I don't have no hell to put nobody in. I'm not a religious person at all, but I just like that saying because I don't want to be judged and I don't want nobody judging me. So let people love who they want to love. They're going to love multiple people. They want to be loved by multiple people. As long as you ain't hurting anybody, as long as you ain't hurting yourself, man, have fun. Be in love. Be respectful. Be safe. Be honest. Be real. And shit will work out. You know, if it's you and your girl, if you want your girl for however many years, and y'all should be married. No. Be be who who you want to be with, however it works for you. You don't have to be married to, you know, to say, oh, he must not love you, girl, because he never asked you to marry him. No, maybe he just loved the way y'all lie. He don't want to take no chances of messing it up, you know, or maybe some people just don't want to have the the, the law in their business. They don't want to have the government in their business. So they'd rather just be together and be in love without paperwork, without, you know, without uh, technicalities and all that bullshit. So, you know. That's just, I like I said, it's just the way I see shit. You know, people who are bi, who are you know, monogamous, who are poly, who are gay, who are whatever. Everybody deserves to be loved. I know how I want to love. I know the love I want to give out. You know, and some people are not uh, allowed to do that, you know, for whatever reason. But I'm not going to ever tell somebody I wouldn't even tell my kids if my daughter came to me and said hey I'm in love with him and I'm in love with him I'm not gonna tell you you gotta choose you know now if she lets them both know and they say okay they good with it then they good with it who am I to judge you know I, I'm only thing I'm not gonna advocate is lying I didn't been there I didn't did my dirt you know, everybody that has done dirt I've had dirt done to me you know so I understand how painful it can be when you're not being honest you're not being real you're not being truthful or you're not allowing yourself to love there's people out there who love somebody and just won't let themselves love them because some supposed to be this way or supposed to be that way i hate that word supposed supposed to be this way well i ain't supposed to be with you because you from over here and i'm from over there or this or that or you know i've, I've had people where they've been in love i've known people who've been in love but hey, i found out that you know he dated some old friend from 10, 15 years ago, and I don't want to be dating nobody that dated my friend, but you in love with this guy. Y'all good together, but you finna go by some old arbitrary-ass rule that you can't date who your friends dated 15 years. It's like, come on, man, cut it out. Just be happy, you know, and that's what we got to focus on. We got to focus on being happy. We so focused on status and, and, and what things mean. How about just, how about just being happy? We focused on what we got to prove to people and how we going to look and blah, blah, blah. Hey, I'm all about right now. I always tell my kids, it's right now. It's always right now. Focus on that. I know we got a plan for the future. I know you got to learn from your past. 
But focus on right now. It's always right now. Make your right now better. Then your future will always be better. And if you make your right now better, you didn't learn from your past. You learned that I can do it better right now. So, you know, live in that. So try to be happy. You know, like I said, as long as you're not hurting yourself or hurting nobody else, there's nothing wrong with trying to strive for true happiness because we only get this one time. We don't get no reset button on this shit. You know what I'm saying? You don't get to start over and say, oh, I fucked up. Let me go and start back. Nah, nah. You get this one time, however many years that we get to be on this planet. However many years we get to have air in our lungs. Enjoy that shit. I wish I'd have figured that out at 23 as opposed to 43. You know, because I'd have done a lot of things a whole lot differently. I'd have been just like fun in love. You know, just like not, you know, I, 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 always, I, I had a, a, a saying that I um that I heard a quote I make these little memes and everything and I say love should be improvised never obligatory well that means that love should be something you should just be free and feel and and, and just enjoy it instead of it being an obligation for it to be a chore or a job or some shit like that that's the, that's not what love is for but like I said these are my opinions you know so I just feel like that because like my man Mo said tomorrow may never show up so if I'm sitting out here telling myself I can wait on love or I can wait to do that or I can wait to do this, shit, you don't know if you got no time to do that. You don't know if you're going to get up the morning. You don't know if you're going to walk out that house and get hit by a bus or a motherfucking something might fall out the sky on you or the earth may cave in on you or you might, your heart just might say, nah, I'm done. I'm, I'm through. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm finished. I'm finished right now. You know what I'm saying? We've, I've had enough. You know, you never fucking know. So enjoy your right now. Be in love. Enjoy love and love your people. Love your kids. You know, love your parents. Show them love, man. Your, your grandparents. All these people in your family. I know family ain't chosen, and we get stuck with some of these motherfuckers sometimes. You know, but try to love who you're around, and you can and, and, and make your family. You know, I have people around me who I call family and got a drop of blood of, of me in them, but I call them family. You know, they my true family and I love them and I would do anything in the world for them. You know, I appreciate, I show my love, you know, even every day. I wear this little bracelet because my daughter bought it. You know, I wear it every day because my daughter bought it. My, my, I wear my other one, I wear another one on my other wrist because my son bought it. I wear a chain on my neck because my friend Bev bought it. You know, I wear my ring because my wife bought it. You know, I wear my dad ring because my other daughter bought it. You know, I just, you know, I always want to represent my love. You know, I've always wanted, I always want to be, I always want to be representing love at all times. I don't give a shit about no money. I don't give a shit about no status. I don't give a shit about no car or what kind of house I live or whatever. I just want to, you know, I'm going to look nice. I'm going to try to look nice, you know, try to be decent looking, but I'm going to try to exude happiness and love i'm gonna show it to people you know you never know what somebody may need that day when you walk up that house and you and, and somebody you know you get somebody that what up you know how you know how black men do we give them that nod or whatever acknowledge some people some people just need that some people ain't got that kind of love in their life and i'm i'm you know for lack of better phrasing i'm blessed to be loved by so many people that love me and it ain't a bunch of people i ain't got fans i got family you know what I'm saying? You know, I, 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 hey, y'all got fans. Y'all got a lot of fans 
I got family. You know what I'm saying? I got a lot of family. Y'all got a lot of fans. That's how I look at people who thinking they get love because they get all these likes and stuff on the internet, blah, blah, blah. Nah, nigga, you got fans. I got family. I got people who gonna ride or die for me. You know, not not in no uh, cliche-ass way. I know people, who, I got people who, will, who was gonna be there for me, you know? And you can't ask for nothing better than that because that's the only thing you can take with you. That's the only thing you can leave behind. You know, I can't take no money with me. Can't take my looks with me. I can't take my cars with me. Can't take my, you know, I can't take anything else with me. If I'm gone, I'm gone. But in that last breath that I take, hopefully, I'll be able to, I'll be able to think about or feel that love from all these different people who actually, actually love me. You know, and that's just the way I've been built. You know, I've always been built like that, you know, so I just advise anybody. I just been had this on my mind and I was listening to that song and my man said, you know what love is. And I'm like, you know, and it made me think about like, do we really know what it is or do we know what it is for us? And that's what really matters, what it is for you, what love is for you. That's the thing that matters. And that's the thing you hold on to. And don't ever second guess or or neglect yourself from feeling love. Don't never tell yourself you don't deserve love or you don't deserve or you're not worthy of it. You know, there are so many people out there who are not getting it and people out there who are deciding that life ain't worth living because they don't really have love. You know, it's a lot of, you know, I think, like I said, all that pain and all that anger and evil and, and hurt and everything that people feel in this world because this place is ugly this is an ugly place we living in this is an ugly disgusting drama filled world that we live in and it's just evil and i know it sounds cliche or pie in the sky type shit but if we had love if we just but i always say just be decent if we just was decent to people a lot of this shit would just stop you know, go out there, you go outside, acknowledge somebody, give somebody a smile, say hello, say thank you, you know, let somebody in front of you sometimes, you know, you're in, in the grocery line, you got 50 damn items, and you see somebody behind you with two, let them go on in front of you, you know what I'm saying, that that acknowledgement sometimes makes a person day, you know, I remember, I remember sitting in my car one time, and this lady pulls up on me, right, and I'm just sitting there, I'm working, I'm, you know, I'm sitting there, I'm, you know, working, doing my thing, and she pulls up on me. I'm having one of those days or whatever. And she pulls on me. She pulls up on me. She's like, "Hey, who are you?" So I'm thinking it's some Karen shit, right? So I'm like, cause I'm sitting in the parking lot, and I'm like, "Excuse me." And she's like, "Who are you?" And I'm like, "Who the hell you mean? Who am I? I'm about to go into the mode?" I'm like, "What the hell you mean? Who am I? Who are you?" And she's like, "No, I'm just asking because you were so beautiful and so handsome. So I just had to know who you was." And I just. <laughs> You know, even as a man, I'm just like, whoa, I'm like, thank you very much. You know what I'm saying? I just smiled and laughed and that just made my day, you know, and I'm just, I just said, you know, I'm just a guy sitting in the car and she was like, okay, I just want to make sure you was okay. And she drove on, you know, that just made my day. That made my day go a whole lot better. And I had a smile on my face that whole day because this lady just acknowledged me in her own way that she acknowledged and gave me a smile. So do that for somebody else, you know what I'm saying? Get somebody that not. Tell them hello. Say hi. Because you never know that person, what they could be going through, what they what what what, it, what situation they're in, you know, leaving their home. Some people might even be 
that might be that day they figure this is the last day I'm going to be on this earth. And your smile or your acknowledgement or your hello or your your uh, um, just just being nice, you know, because people are so shitty to each other. Just being nice to somebody might save somebody's life. Like I said, I know it's a little hyperbolic and, you know, pie in the sky shit, but it's 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 real shit. It's like for real. Let's 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 show each other a little love, man. It's not that hard. It's not that hard at all. It's not soft and it's not it's the coolest shit to me. The coolest shit, I feel the coolest when I'm being nice, when I'm being kind to somebody, you know? So, that's what we need to focus on, you know what I'm saying? Listen to some shit, calm yourself down. I used to listen to smooth jazz even when I was a shorty. You know, I was I was 13 on the phone <laughs> with my girl at 13, listening to smooth jazz in the background, trying to show how cool I was. And that just calmed, it kept me calm, it made me feel love, you know? It made me feel good to show, to be, to be in love. It made me feel like, man, the world ain't that bad. You know, we all have our bad days. We all have shit going on with us. And, you know, and I'm even going to get into another, you know, my next topic probably going to be about loss. Where, you know, when you lose a loved one or you lose love or whatever case may be, you know. But even that's life. Yes, life is loss life is pain life is hurt but it's also happiness it's also beautiful and make that moment that you're in right now i'm in a moment right now when i'm talking to whoever's listening who's ever listening hey right now is the best you could be right now you can actually be better than ever you've ever been before right now if you wanted to be you know or you can feel the best you've ever wanted to feel in this moment right now because it's always right now you know so i'm gonna go ahead and end it there because it's not too much more i got to say without rambling about you know being in love you know but i i I just i just needed to get that out that's just something i need to say i need to put that out to the people and i just you know it's so simple but it's so powerful at the same time if we just show each other some love maybe we can change some things you know, maybe we can change the world. We could be the spark that starts the flame, that starts the fire, that burns all this hate away. You know what I'm saying? So show that love, be in love, enjoy love, embrace the love, you know, from whoever, whenever, however, let all that negativity go. Fuck all that supposed, I supposed to be this way or I can't love somebody because they, you know, they may be with somebody else. And I know, I know shit is ain't right, you know, if you're being shady or whatever case may be, but be real. And, and sometimes, sometimes love happens and it happens at the worst times where we feel timing is off. But just, hey, go with it sometimes. And like I said, you only get to do this shit once. So enjoy it. This is your boy. This is the second episode. So, I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope you guys, you know what I'm saying, felt me. <laughs> you know, I hope you, you know, I hope you like, man, I'm going to come hear this dude. You know, because come listen to your boy. You know, uh, I want you to share it if you can. You know, if you want, I would love for you to share it. I want you to support. You know, there's a support button on there, you know. Support your boy. 
you know, send me a message. There's a message button on there. Send me a message. Let me know, you know. Hey, if you don't like what I'm saying, let me know you don't like what I'm saying. You think I'm full of shit? Let me know. If you think I'm funny looking, <laughs> let me know. Send me a message. If you like what I'm saying, if you appreciate what I'm saying, if I make your day a little bit better, if I, if you, if I make you feel like, man, at the end of what he's saying, I want to hear some more. Support your boy. Help me keep this going. I want to keep it going and I want to be able to talk and say because there's so much shit I got inside me that I've been trying to get out for years so I got a lot to say so again support share and like I guess you can like it you <laughs> know I guess it want to sound like no fucking YouTube video but you know just just get your boy you know just 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 support me if you can if not I appreciate it but listen I guess I could say that. Support, share, listen, or listen, support, and share. I guess it goes in that in that order. So, thank you for listening to me again. Try to keep these shorter and shorter. You know, like I said, it's all new to me, so I'm trying to get it together. Um, trying to make it, you know, sound nice and trying to make it crisp and professional for you guys. And I want you to enjoy every word. And hopefully I touched somebody today. Hopefully I made you laugh. Hopefully I made you think. And I love you guys. And I hope and I hope you guys love me back. Yo, thank you, thank you for listening to another episode of the Truth Podcast. This is your boy, and I would love if you guys would press that favorite button if you enjoy what you heard. If you want to help me get bigger and evolve this podcast into something special, hit that support button. I would really appreciate it. And if you just like what you're hearing and you think what I have to say might resonate with someone else, please share with everybody. Share with somebody. And then after that, share with somebody else. Hey, I'm here every week. Thank you guys for being here. And again, I love you. And damn it, I hope you love me back.